Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, The Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Training.net. And also dance it off with Dawn or dance it off shot. Dance it off with Dawn. That's dance when, yeah, with the shot is because it's starting in Chicago. That's okay. what Instagram And in fact, we have class starting tonight. Tonight where? Centennial Park. What time? 6.30. Centennial 6.30 if you want to dance it off. Well, registration. I do a registration in advance. So, okay. um, so the ladies will be there tonight. We are ready. For, so for the next session. Okay. People should think about 30 minutes of dance, 30 minutes of strength training. It is the workout of your life. It's the part of that. You can sign on up for the next one. You look like you're already in shape. You will, you will be amazing. Yes. I totally embrace it because uh, that's how I work out. I dance for a little bit. And I and I, believe it or not, I dance to a lot of instrumental of the old school music that I grew up in. Yes. Uh, because it helps me just to get the workout, and I tend to certain songs. I work out certain areas yes. of my body. Yes. And then I do the muscle strength. I have my little eight-pound weights. Okay. I do my stretching at the end. And yes. All that. So it's very important. But I try to mix up my workout. workouts. You yes. do the exact same thing over and over again. You'll get bored. You will. And you will not do it. Anymore. That is so anymore. true. So I just kind of mix it up. So I feel that's good. That's, that's, that's good. Yep. That's exactly right. I'm with you though. I have to mix up every day i do something different so um but yeah 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 listen so, at the ladies listen at, listen how they things. communicate and guess what i, I just said up here be quiet <laughs> like when we get together me and just be quiet and that's what we talked about earlier today that is what communication we talked about a little bit yes communication look like yes and how we need to become better communicators so that our negotiation skills exactly can increase and that's with right. negotiation so many other things happen. Say that to say this, Bernadette, of course, we've all have lived life experience. Yes. We've all been in relationships. And one of the things I find that's very challenging for couples is to negotiate. Yes. And like we talked about this morning, and I, I'm, I'm not re- remembering exactly who I was be- listening to, if it was T.D. Jax or someone else. But what they said was that everything in life is a negotiation. Everything? Everything. Everything, because we're always um, managing options and choices, and and it's decisions between us as people. And so we have to understand that it doesn't have to be this big contract that we're thinking about in the business uh, aspect. It's about in relationship. Yes, we are negotiating how we're going to manage the relationship and the certain aspects of that. So. Yes, it's a very communication is key to that and a very important skill. I totally agree with that. And for me, and this is me only, and, uh-huh. and one of the things, and I think I spoke on this at a couple of previous um, broadcasts, is that 
the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes in the black community is that we always thought that therapy was for white people. Mm. And I'm thinking, and, and, and at this age, I'm thinking like, how could we have let our culture, our people, our generations, our children, grandchildren, great, great, and all that down simply because of that? Yes, yes. So I, myself, I'm in therapy. Yes. Wow. Okay. From childhood traumas. Okay. Ace. Mm-hmm. Not first childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me back up. What goes on in my house, which is one of the worst second, three, fourth worst one of paradigms. Stays in my house. That's a problem. But no, no, but yeah. we were we were raised on that. We were. And you know what's interesting is I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine. I already know we're gonna run out of this 30 minutes, but <laughs> really quickly. But hey, I have hey, to say I'm well, Mom. just Hello. to your point. Both of you all's point. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and I was sharing with her that my son and his now fiance lean on me when they're having relationship challenges. And lean I said, on you? Yes. So before they ever got engaged, lean on you. I put them, when I say lean on me, I'm going to tell you, like his, his girl, uh, fiance has called me before when they've had challenges. And we've also, I put them through my own kind of marriage counseling because I told my son, I said, this is before he got engaged. I said, I don't want you to be traumatized by what you saw. And I want you to, I know y'all can win. So if I can help you win, if I can help you win, I will do that. He has to remind me that I'm on the radio, no, son. No, and you're being watched. And I'm being you watched. You said, is what I heard. Yes. I don't want you to be traumatized by what you saw, I exactly. guess, in your relationship. Exactly, because my ex, his dad, and I were married twice. And so he made a good decision twice. He made a good decision. Ah, he wanted to make it again. But this is the thing. This is he made a good decision twice. He made a good decision twice. Um, and you know, frankly, from what I see out here in relationships now, he's he was a cupcake compared to some of these men. But the bottom line was for my son to see divorce twice, you know, from his parents. I didn't want him to think that love couldn't work, and so. I just shared with him, you know, communication is critical. And if we had not, uh, if we had mastered the art of of conversation and communication and dialogue, we probably would have stayed together. And so I worked with them through that. My girlfriend said, well, you know, you actually talk to them. You know, I don't, she didn't necessarily agree with me giving them advice. She was like, maybe they should go talk to somebody outside. I said, no, I know them and I know them well. And that whole idea of what goes on in my house stays in my house. I said, I think that's part of the problem with why and and the reason that his dad and I didn't stay together. When we did our wedding shower, I told the audience, I said, I still love his dad, you know, but we needed help, you know, and sometimes when you get married, you think, it's just me and you, and it should be me and you if, in fact, we're working things out. But it's okay to get help as long as you get the right help. Now, you got to make sure that your discernment is high so that you're not bringing the wrong spirits into your relationship. Um, but we shouldn't avoid the need to get therapy, counseling, or whatever uh, 
modes that are necessary to help strengthen communication and strengthen relationships. Because it's just not for white people. Because it is not. I mean, I mean, just think back logically. Our people came out of slavery. Yes. Or before that, and even yes. before that, we don't know. We, we don't know. Why? Why did we think that we would not need therapy? So all of this has gone unaddressed. All of these generations after generations of trauma has gone unaddressed. And we've had the answer all along in the word of God. We just don't understand that word enough to find the answer. See, 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 that's why I'm going to therapy, see. And I'm not ashamed to say this, but my I go to therapy because I am a incest survivor times two. Mm. And a sexual assault assault survivor times three. Wow. It, including it, in the military. Wow. So assault. assault. Mm-hmm. Sexually assaulted. Twice in my family. Wow. Uh so I needed therapy for that. And yeah. I didn't and I didn't talk about it until I was in my thirties. Because there's such a stigma in the black community that we don't want anybody to know what we're doing. Tell it, mm-hmm. but it is such a problem in the black community. We can't we, we can't just keep looking at other races, white people, Hispanic people. We need to look at our community and what's going on. And that's a hidden taboo mm-hmm. is sexual abuse. And I don't care if it's by a father, a mother, a brother, sister, cousin, family, friend, uncle, whoever. In my case, it was my dad and my uncle, mm. just family members, and so. Love them both to death, but uh, they traumatized me. So I'm in therapy about that now, and I'm to the point to where I am not ashamed of it mm-hmm. because I was the victim. Right. You feel exactly. me? And so knowing Satan and how he is, I stayed in his word mm-hmm. so I know the enemy, the true enemy that I'm fighting mm-hmm. is Satan mm-hmm. in that act. It's not my, my dad. It's not my uncle. It's not the people in the military. It's Satan. That's right. And I know that because of this word. Right. This me, word is going to get me. No, because that, that's that's important. You are absolutely right. That word is going to help you get healthy. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that therapy helps you to get healthy and helps you to be able to it deal does. with other people and the wiles of the enemy. Really enjoying it okay. so much. We keep so much bottled in mm-hmm. as black men mm-hmm. and women mm-hmm. because of everyday challenges and stuff. And what we have to go through we that's, right. that's not good for us because see our bodies our immune system can only take so much before so much. it starts breaking well, it's down. an organ it's, it's an, an organ, organ. It's, it's fearfully and wonderfully made that's right it stores information it's that's a hard right. drive it is it's a computer yes it's 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 divine intelligence that's very true so when you start downloading these viruses in us right and without any cachets right Right. That's the computer term, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Without yeah. any of those mm-hmm. things to deliver or remove some of those things, mm-hmm. it's in the it's embedded now in the hard drive. In the hard drive. It's embedded in our brain. It's heart. embedded in our DNA. In our it's heart. embedded in our heart. It's embedded in our soul. It, so anything that Don Marie produces, that that's encoded in son or daughter mm-hmm. or other children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's now it's like mm-hmm. it's a generational thing. Why don't you open up and talk? Well, mom didn't open up and talk. Why didn't she open up and talk? Grandmama. At 
saw your sister get pulled away. Guinea, where was the space to talk about? Where was the space? And let me ask you all this, because I'm going to now kind of tie this into when you're coming now to lead other people in an organization, you're coming with those traumas in your lives. How does that show up when you have to lead other people who you don't know and within you, you're dealing with certain heartaches and and misgivings that have happened in your life. How does that show up for you when now you have to bring all of you as you're leading other people? That's a good question. Can I restate the question to keep it simple and burn it out that you had it first? Mm-hmm. How does trauma show up in your leadership? Yeah. How does it show up? How does it show up? It shows right. up. How does it show up? Well, in the past, and I would share. my trauma showed up in my anger. Mm-hmm. And I still do. I still have anger issues, big, huge time have anger issues and that's because keeping up but see my my molestation with my dad mm-hmm. it just didn't happen one or two times this was over a year's time limit a time frame of between three and five times a week you feel me like all of it like all of it so y'all know what i'm saying all of it so uh the anger and stuff from that long period of time. Cause see, we can we 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 push things back there in the mind, mm-hmm. and a lot of things trigger. But I'm still learning in therapy that there's still a lot of things and a lot of hurt and betrayal and stuff that I haven't even addressed that's still stuck way back in there. That's so right. we think that just because a couple of little things come out that mm-hmm. you know we're, we're healing, we're okay. Right. No, there's so there's so many instances. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably just stuck on instance number one. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. if I had a million. I'm still just stuck on one, so I'm still not better. So it's going to take some time. But I can even smile and talk about this now because God healed me when I started telling people about my story. Right. Your story. God Share your story. That's right. To where it took away the shame yes. and embarrassment. Right. And so when you're when I'm leading people and when I'm speaking to people, when I'm around people, and as a, even as a caregiver personally, that's me as well. Mm-hmm. I have to be conscious and think. Yeah. And a lot of actions that come my way before I respond. Mm-hmm. I don't always, you know, I, I fail at times. We all do. But for the most yeah. part, right. I try to begin because we are, I, I'm a soldier. I was, I was, I was made a soldier in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. I was a soldier when God thought of even me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a soldier when I came out of my mama's womb at two months early in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Two pounds, mm-hmm. two ounces in the 60s mm-hmm. and I made it. I'm a soldier in the U.S. military, in the Army, I'm a soldier. So I know what it entails. I know that soldiers are always in a battle. They're always thinking. They have to stay ahead of the game at all times. And this word helps me. So when any challenges come up to me in my public situation, even though I fail at times, I'm always thinking, okay, what, how would God respond to this situation? Right. Yeah. What does the word say about the situation? Because it's not about my opinion. It's not about what I say and how I feel and how I think. Right. It's about what the word of God says concerning that situation that I'm faced with at the time. So they won't say, well, Bernadette said, no, Bernadette said what the word said. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. listen, you need to not only hear me, but you need to listen. You need to listen. That's listen. very true. That's so, so true. I'm learning that in therapy. 
right. Shop, let me share this. I was listening to a podcast today, and she said, prayer is your weapon, but therapy is your strategy. Amen. And we must have both, because that's back to faith without words <laughs> instead. We think we can pray it up, Ooh. and in a lot of things, um, you got it. Yes, thank you. Um, you can we, pray. We, we can pray, and we should pray we it must up. Do that. Pray, some pray break, some up. some guy come down. We have to do our part. We have prayer. to do our part. We have to take <laughs> what we have learned and execute that in the earth realm in order to get a better result. If we don't do it, um, as I was listening to uh, Michael Beckwith say, you know, if we've learned it and we don't do something behavioral that demonstrates that we've learned it, then, yeah, it's actually a sin to know better and not do better. Right. It really is. So I feel like I can't be an effective soldier for Christ. That's right. And or humanity. Right. For doing Christ's job that he has for me if I'm unhealthy. That's right. And that's what the therapy is for. And on the way here, the Lord gave me this. And I said, thank you, Jesus, on the way. Uh, A soldier. A lot of us, we sing that song in church. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier. Yes. And, and I'm not minimizing anybody's soldierhood. Right. Yes. Or whatever yes. Uh huh. But but the Lord gave me this. So if y'all get mad, get mad at the Lord. The Lord said, some of y'all, a lot of us are not soldiers. We're the weapons. And what he meant by that is that a weapon is not effective. Until that soldier picks it up That's and right. uses it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it just lays there and does nothing. See, that's a lot of us Christians mm-hmm. nowadays. We're not that soldier. Mm-hmm. We're that weapon. Because mm-hmm. see, once some, that soldier picks us up and push that, pull that trigger, we are so powerful, we can kill any and everything. Not just everything, but everything. <laughs> that weapon. But yes. see, we haven't learned how to use it because we ain't picking up that the ammunition, the bullets is right. this Scripture. word. That's right. That's this right. That's we got to pick it up. Not just with, with the settle dust. We got to use it to collect dust. And dust Let buttons. me say this. With this with that. And it all ties in. Unaddressed trauma mm-hmm. yields to having trust issues with any authoritative figure. Mm-hmm. Now, for therapy, for therapy, therapeutic reasons in the event I'm a quote-unquote soldier in this army of whatever and I have this unaddressed trauma which already leads me to trust issues it's going to be very hard for me to trust in a God that I when I when I already have trust issues because it's encoded in me or any authoritative figure any authoritative figure yeah and then especially if I'm a male and I have not had healthy relationships with men. And then my father, Heavenly Father, to represent the male gender, that relationship is hindered, not because of him, but because of the unaddressed trauma that I have not dealt with. Because now I'm always going to be reserved. My head's always going to be in a swivel. Everything that he does to discipline me and it feels bad, makes me retreat rather than return to him. Absolutely. And, That's and human I'm nature. Not, it, it's, it's human nature, and it's it's real, though. But mm-hmm. what we have to think about, I, I also am going to bring it back again to work. I was talking to someone who was really dealing with um, some challenges in the workspace. 
and helping her to realize that on the surface, it may just be that this person is not operating fairly, but what we do have to understand is that we are each coming to this location with all of our stuff, that baggage, and it could be trauma, it could be some some trust issues that have derived all the way, as you said, back in the back of our heads from when we were growing up. And so when we're operating in that workspace and from that leadership space, we have to understand that our teams and our team members are coming with stuff. So it's it's important to have that, uh, I think, a higher level of empathy because emotional quotient, yeah, our emotional quotient has to be, our, our social awareness has to be there in order to really um, handle people who are coming to the table with more than what you see in front of you in order to right. be effective. And, and as a as someone who's working in a workspace, understand when your leader is not maybe operating with a higher level of anger or a higher level of angst regarding you than you would expect, look at that person and, and understand that they are probably coming to the table with some stuff. All of us. All of us. Come to the table. Are coming to the table, exactly. And until and unless we deal with that, those challenges are going to be there. Those challenges are going to be there. It's up to and, us to manage that. Yes. And for me, I do have a problem with authority. Mm -hmm. That's why I take jobs, and I've always had a job like a caregiver, to where authority is nowhere around me. Yes. And then when I was in military, I was a truck driver. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have any authority mm -hmm. around me. Telling you. And telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. And so I don't mind authority. I don't mind the rules and regulations. I just don't need you hovering. Mm -hmm. Once you give me a job to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make sure that you see and know that yeah. I'm doing it so that I don't. you don't need to be in my space, though, yeah. because I don't care whether you're a male or a female. I'm going to feel some sort of way right, right off the bat. Right. Because as the a defense mechanism, receding. trauma, receding. even though, I mean, even right. that can even be coming at me nice and with some right. roses mm -hmm. and some flowers. And you candy. don't trust that. I don't even trust that mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that's the way it it came at me. My trauma right. was not, well, I'm going to come and I'm going to beat you up. No, 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 no. They all came with love and that's compassion right. and all that that's stuff. Right. That's right. So I'm going to always be, but I don't want that other side either. But so yep. authority, mm, you don't do it with mm -hmm. I'm not going to disrespect authority or anything. That's right. I'm going to follow all the rules. Right. Just. You don't need to talk to me. I don't need to be in the same room with you. Right. You call me or text me or something. I don't need to be in your space, though. Right. Let because me... you know why? And that's why I go to the therapy. person. Well, I, I understand Listen. that. And because the person who was put on this earth to be your lead protector violated. Violated his responsibility. Yes, he sure did. My dad did. He violated that responsibility. I call him my dad now instead of daddy because it's a whole totally different thing. Exactly. Daddy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Stacey Smith said past trauma clouds our perspective. Yes. It does. And most times causes perspective to be flawed. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it clouds and flaws. And Kevin Trailer says we need to learn to release and turn it over. But And that comes with trust, though. Yes. That comes with a space where you told me what goes on here stays on here. So I can't even talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Think about it. Right. Uh -huh. Listen to how traumatic that sounds. Yeah. Say it to me. Say it. What goes on here stays here. You're my mom. You're telling me that the feeling that I'm feeling now 
that you can't help me validate and work through this feeling. Mm -hmm. You are the mama right, who just right. spoke that into my life. Right, right. I don't even sound good saying it, does right. it? No, it doesn't. Well, that's what I said before. Yeah, yep. You just told me, but I need somebody to help me unpack this. I need you to, exactly. And I, I don't know if you and I have talked about this too, but the other one is for young boys, the don't cry, stop crying. Oh, no, that didn't hurt. That didn't hurt. So you're asking me to disconnect from what I naturally feel. And so with God gave me. What God gave me. God gave me An emotion. And you're telling me to turn it off. So now, because I, like we talked about before, you stress and distress, they're both uh, things that when you're talking about emotional intelligence, people have to deal with. Because sometimes people, to your point, don't even know how to enjoy a moment because of you stress which is good things happening right. because of the traumas in their lives and that has to be dealt with and that's why sometimes men have challenges in relationship because they can't say i hurt they've been taught too much to say i'm okay i'm good i'm good we're not and that's when just not everything about what happened i'm married to a non-black man he's the same way. <laughs> yes he's the same way so we just don't think that but that's, that's the culture all you know certain right. race of men is going through emotional non-emotional it's all of them right it's all of them that's so right we need to just focus on people as a whole because christ focused on us as a whole as a and not whole. just a certain race here and there and we have to understand your strength is made perfect in weakness this one's one i, Keep really, talking. I yes. really am right. thanking god for healing I, it's just yes healing is in this therapy i'm telling you through this therapy and this word and i'm a preacher kid and grandkid All so right. my preacher father did violate me and i'm not ashamed about it it needs to be out there and i hope well, whoever's no, listening, the story. the stories have all the listening audience please do not give the devil room and power mm. to control your feelings and emotions any longer mm -hmm. if it happened to you talk about talk it about tell it someone yeah you are the victim mm -hmm. you did nothing wrong please share i felt like i was a victim until i was 35. Mm -hmm. it happened when i was 15. wow so i held that for 20 years till i told my mom and you know what happened to your body and i knew what happened to my body and all of that so your you body have to tell it your kidneys your lungs all your liver, of that everything in your body mm -hmm. started taking that information and was like okay mm -hmm. let's set it off now and so all my decisions in life I made off of that trauma. You made decisions yeah. from that space of violation and not freedom and not trust. So every decision I make now is going to even create, it's going to trigger the trauma that it was already there because yeah. I'm not delivered and I'm not free. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to explore healthy emotions. Mm -hmm. The only thing I know how to do is turn up. Turn up. Only thing I know how to do is find another relationship. Male to female, toxic, not toxic. I know how to develop some unhealthy attachments. Yes, yes. Because I have not dealt with this unaddressed trauma. Unaddressed trauma. So all my life, and I've tagged this, this is me. Mm -hmm. I've called this, I've been living in Numbville. Oh, Numbville, N-U-M-B. How many of us? We're living in Numbville. Numbville. Living in Numbville. That's been my tag for since I started talking. That's been my tag. Yes. Living in Numbville. Living in Numbville. I love that. I've 
lived my life basing all my horrible and even good decisions. Yes. And I, you know, I ain't been locked up forever and all that old stuff. Right. And even if I was, I would flip that and turn it around and turn it into a disciple up in there. Okay. So right. that's not even a threat to me. But I'm just saying. Yeah. My choices, unhealthy relationships yep. from men to men, and 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 it's just. Numbville, you know, yeah, yeah. Numbville. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to yes. the game. That's the word that's... that he gave me. It's the best way to, to describe great. it. And so now I can see myself coming out of Numbville okay. now that I'm in therapy. Right. I'm coming out of Numbville. Y'all know, you know, I'm gonna tell my age here, 55. Anyway, <laughs> Looney Tunes. Remember Looney Tunes? Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, 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 Wiley Coyote. Wiley. Wiley. The Wilds of Wiley. the Devil. The wilds. Oh, that's the, that's the thing. Right. Wildly, wild, yep. same word. Yeah. He always has something. He always and he has used to something. go through that tunnel. Right. You can see the train, uh -huh. and even with a light, it's still dark. Mm -hmm. See wild. Mm -hmm. See that's the way I was feeling in that numbville. Okay. I, I, I didn't see no light. See right. that numbville. See that's what I see. Right. You know that train light is coming through that tunnel. If y'all look at the cartoons, you know on me TV. Uh, yeah, but just think about when you're numb, you you're still getting no, but, but this is the thing. Numb is a feeling. But you're still getting hit. You are. You're numb still getting it's a feeling, but that doesn't mean though that the bruise is not still showing up on your body. Exactly. It just means that you have that you're you're numb, you've turned off the sensation to feeling it, but you your body is still being attacked. And the same thing with our minds. We we may be in numbville yeah. mentally, right. but our minds are still yeah. being attacked. So until we turn exactly. on our senses, we can't do anything about and it. And that's why you have to get into mm. this word. Yep. And stay in this that's word. Right. That's true. I, 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 that's true. That's the only key, guys. That there's no other influencer yes. that man-made influencer. They're not mm -hmm. going to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, even some pastors, they're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Love you all pastors, but I'm just saying. Right. But the word of God, because God said that. God said that his word. His word. Is a lamp. Until yes. my feet. Until, Until my feet. feet. Until right. That's That's his right. word is our nourishment. That's right. Amen. So therefore, we get healthy when we eat the correct food. That's why we got to eat it every day. Nourishment. So I'm getting my mind mentally healthy. That's right. So that I could be a good soldier mm -hmm. for Christ mm -hmm. to help win souls to his kingdom. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll close on this soon. We'll yeah. To the next show. We'll conversation doesn't stop to Ryan in here. Okay. But if you just said something. You know about food and healthy eating. Mm -hmm. We know we know regardless of what uh, religious facet you claim, we know we all come from the earth. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why not put the thing back in our body in which we came from? Mm -hmm. Why not? We, was, we, was, we come from the earth and the Why? ground. Why not? It would only make just good sense. Not even holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. no, nothing theological. Mm -hmm. If I come from this desk. Whatever this desk is, put it back in me. Right. If I come from the dirt in the earth, I, I think it would be very beneficial right. for me to find my nutrients from the earth from, the from which I came. That's that just makes sense, right? right? Because God said, because the word said, when God saw that what he was made, it, it was, was good. good. It was good. It was good. And it was what? Listen, y'all, we are five right. minutes over with boy Ron Jasmine. We're about to play our next show. We're going to step it up. We're going to keep this conversation going. Let, let me see the book so they can see the book. Let me see the book. 
listen, y'all, y'all gotta get this book. Y'all have to get this book. You have to get this book. You gotta get this book. For those who are listening to me, no leadership library is complete without this book, Unpacking Agape, a seven languages of intentional leadership by the lovely Don Marie. Morris, Don, you wanna say something for about 30 seconds about the book? You said so much. Ah, yes. But you said so much and, and just to tie it back into what we're talking about, yes. Okay, that's it. Okay. Should I be talking? All right. So yes. Um, when we're talking about leading from a place of love, which this is about from servant leadership, which is that agape um, leadership and that leadership of love, we have to be in a place where our minds are clear in order to do that. And so everything that we've just talked about for the last 30 minutes undergirds what's in this book, because we've got to um, deal with those things that are stopping us from intentionally leading people well in order to be effective. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Leaders Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember, when you're better, we're better. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Leaders Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember, when you're better, we're better. Take care.